Morning, everyone. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerson Community College of Summerson, Philadelphia. We continue with Shemayna Prakim Laharambam. The Rambam's eight chapters, his introduction to Pekir Avis. We're in the middle of the fourth parak over here. The Rambam is beginning to share with us his approach to Midas' work, how one works on his character traits, and which really is how one cures himself of the sickness of the soul, the, the illness of the spirit. And the Ramas said, we saw yesterday at the beginning, the Ramas' famous method over here, the Ramas' famous approach to the healing of the, of the nefesh is to, you got to take whatever the meter that is, where you have an illness, where you're diseased, wherever you're out of alignment. And again, either of the two extremes is called out of alignment, being too far to either one of the two poles. Is, is a sign of illness, a sign of disease, of malaise, whether it's too much the meat, too little the meat, as Rambam said, you have to go to the opposite extreme. The only way of curing the nefesh is to go to the opposite extreme. Now, the Rambam, let's, let's take that further, and there's, there's, there's what to delve into over here, and how the Rambam describes and details this, and there's what to develop. So let's see, says the Rambam. The Hamashul boy says the Rambam. What can we compare this to? What would be like a good analogy? You have a person who um, has a character trait that he wants to work on. Let's say Lamashul. What, what does he want to work on? He wants to work on kilos. What's kilos? Remember what kilos is? Kilos is he's too stingy. He can't give can't give anything to anyone. Right? You can't you can't take a dollar bill out of his wallet and let it leave his hand. There is such a such a shortcoming and such a mida that Rambam mentioned this when he had his list of midas much earlier. That uh, you know the signs of of disease and an inner rat in the soul. So he mentioned kilos as one of the extremes. And kilos is a person who has an extreme problem with just the ability to give. The ability to give he simply cannot let money leave his hand, whether it's. $500, $100, $50, $5, even $1 person, heck, can't give $50, can't give $1, right? He sees the guy walking around shul, and, you know, he's in the middle of davening, middle of davening, so, so many reasons why not to give that guy who's going around shul. Well, I'm in the middle of davening, right? Chutzpah. He has a chutzpah to come around shul and collects for his chasna, for his fourth chasna, for his eighth chasna, for his twelfth chasna. Well, I'm davening. In the meantime, what's, he's really davening. What was he really davening? He's definitely davening. He's davening that the guy doesn't make it over to his stender. You know? It's preparing from the uh, awkwardness oh, of, of having to tell him, make that motion, sorry, I don't have anything on me right now, or like, no, I'm so sorry, or get out and get lost, scram, I'm davening. So that's what he's davening for, but it, it's a machlo, right? That's, that's a person who has, let's meet it to the other extreme, he simply he can't, cannot get money to leave his to leave his hand. So that's kilo, someone who has this meter in an extreme... Uh, in an in, in extreme, um, unhealthy way to the pole of inability to give. He wants to work on it, but he, he's, now he's intelligent, he's wise enough that he wants to work on it. As we mentioned in the last parak, a person who has a Mita issue, there's only hope for him if he recognizes that he has the problem. He has to first admit he has a problem. I have a problem with such and such Mita, and and I admit that, and I want to work on it. And until the person admits that he has the problem with the Mita, the, the pram itself is going to convince him that he doesn't have a pram. That, again, the ram went into that heavily in the third parak. That part of the disease is being convinced that you're healthy. Part of the disease of the soul and the sickness of the spirit is 
to be convinced that no, I have the right approach. Everyone else is crazy. Everyone else is you know off balance. Everyone else is out of alignment. The middle ground starts with me. Like I'm the center of that bullseye. Just draw the target around where I am. I'm good, and everyone else really they they're the ones that need to work on their meters. I don't have to work on my meters. I have everything worked out. So that's the, part of the the illness. You know, induces us to think that way. And the only way a person can really get better is if he is prepared to confront the fact that he has a problem, admit that he has a problem, and then figure out how to work on the problem. First step has to be, I got a problem. So this person knows he has a problem with Kibbutz, Baruch Hashem. He made it to the fourth parak. He's not someone who didn't get, get didn't get left behind in the third parak of the Rambam, of the Shemayin Prakim. He made it to the fourth parak, which means he understands that he has this issue, but he does have this issue. He's crank, he has an illness, he has disease, he can't take a dollar bill out of his wallet and give it to this person who's walking around. That's, 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 that's an illness, we can also call it, you know, irrational, but the rationality of it is, it bespeaks to the fact that it's an illness. See, he wants to work at it. Yes, you have a question, Igor? What is the word? Kronkite. Yeah. It's Yiddish for illness, for disease. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so he wants to work on it. So the Ram's going to set into motion now his approach that he gave us er- earlier. This is a deficiency from the, 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 and, and, and an illness, a, a, a deficiency of the of the soul. And it ends up producing bad actions. It comes to, there's a, an inner pram which creates outer outer um, damage. Like we said earlier, now the ram is again one reiterating um, a very very. Uh, important, very, 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 very critical principle that he established, which is that um, the issue of working on me, this is not only when it pertains to people around me. Why does a person want to work on his givingness, on his generosity? Not just so that people around him can, can benefit more, not just so that the anim can get more money, but because he has a problem. He has a disease. The, the, the issue of a nefesh, which has Midas that haven't been worked out, Midas that are not in alignment, um, is, is a problem in of itself. The person himself is diseased, the person himself is unhealthy, and he's going to suffer, even if no one else around him suffers. Even if no one else around him ever knows that he has this problem, but if he is constantly schlepping this problem around, even if he's able to, to suppress it and prevent it from making an, in, a negative impact on those around him, he still has an illness, and he, he takes a hit, and his relationship with Akash Baruch takes a hit, and therefore his Eilam Haba takes a hit. Let alone, and, 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 and beginning with his Eilam Hazet, Eilam Hazet taking a hit because since he's not worked out, his quality of life suffers over here, but his relationship with Akash Baruch suffers because he's not worked out in terms of his character traits, and his Eilam Haba is going to take it because Eilam Haba is all about the relationship that we establish with Akash Baruch in this world, over here. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, it's a very good question. So the the Olam is asking over here, in terms of prioritizing what to work on, we have midas that are um, that are related linked to physical things, tivus eichel, shmir seinaim, and then there's midas that are that are connected to things that are less concrete, more abstract, like anger management and patience and and um, happiness, simcha is a mida, right? Simcha versus depression. How do you prioritize? What do you work on first? Do you work on the abstract or concrete? The answer is, 
that everything is really subjective and there's no rule that you work on the realm of the concrete before the abstract, the abstract versus the concrete. You have to prison you know, at any given point in time. There's a whole, everyone has a whole peckle of meters that have to be worked on, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you indeed make that call? How do you how do you prioritize things? Right. Based on two variables that have to be weighed in, and those variables are um, how much of a negative impact is having in your life right now? Like how 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 much damage is it is it causing? In the meantime, when I'm not working on it, and how approachable is it? So there's a combination of those two. So things that are that are that are really making a very adverse impact in 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 um, my you know my basic. Uh, Standing as a person, <clears throat> those have to take a priority. Those have to be worked on first. Um, but I have to also see what from those the midas that are that are really very much getting in the way that I'm constantly tripping over and I'm constantly struggling with. What are the ones that are that I that I, I have an easier time working on first? So you go for the easier ones and you develop more and more and more strength as we're going to see in the Rambam right now and how to work on these in general and then I work from those to the other ones. That's the general way of trying to weigh, weigh in and determine what you should work on first. So a person has you know, anger management versus eating management. Eating management, he'd like to lose 10 pounds, he'd like to lose 20, 20 pounds, he sees he's much, okay, his Tahitaka should work on it, but the anger management, he's constantly blowing up with people, constantly getting upset with people, constantly losing it and, and losing his temper and he's suffering in the world around him suffering that, that would take priority. There's a lot more damage going on over there right now, a lot more disease. Mm-hmm. Um, conversely, the person is more be- morbidly obese, morbidly obese. He's weighing in it, you know, when the, he has to go on, on the truck scale, you know, to, to get a, to them to get a reading on him, right? You know, at the truck scale, Arthur? Got to go on the truck scale, this guy, right? Um, when he sits around the house, he really sits around the house. So someone like that is morbidly obese, uh, he probably should work on his Tavis Eichel before he works on his Kaz because, because it's Sakana, it's dangerous, right? right? So anyway, that, that's that's really the only way of weighing in, so to speak. So only when they're extreme. So what it's like, you know, I have a little problem, for example, like people have the ends, then I have a bigger problem of, um, I don't know, like, I, I can't get to shul. Like, I don't want to come to shul. So, which one should be more focused on? You know, like, because they're both spiritual, but one is physical, but it has to do with my emotions, and one is spiritual, and it's like, also emotion. You know, I guess I'm getting, I'm getting too deep. No, you're not getting too deep at all. Okay. No. No. If one of them is impacting people around you, you probably should work on that one first. So immediate, for, we start with immediate surroundings and then we extend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, um, so again, we're talking about this fellow who wants to work on his, his ability to give. So, when he wants to cure this, so we don't tell him um, 
find that middle ground. As we said, what's the middle ground? The middle meter is to be generous, not to overdo it, but not to underdo it. Give, but don't give everything. Don't give away your house. And because someone needs a house, um, give, give what you can give. So the person who can't give anything, we don't say, okay, go to the middle ground, buddy. Work on, work on giving normally. Work on giving um, reasonably. Work on giving appropriately. No, we don't tell them that. That's like taking someone who is like sick with a fever and giving him standard treatment. You know, he has extreme fever. He's really suffering with a very, very, very uh, high fever. And, and treat and giving him the treatment that you would give a like a healthy person. That's not going to get him better. The same way that someone has an extreme fever, you have to give him extreme treatment. Someone has an extreme problem with genera- with giving, you can't give it all. You have to you have to um, give him a treatment where you go to the other end of the extreme, the other the other end of the spectrum. You have to train him to overgive. The only way to cure undergiving is by overgiving. Mm. giving more than he should give. Indeed, you tell him your cure is going to come through overgiving, giving more than a person really should give. And have him do that a lot of times. When Ani comes to you, like, what's standard to give someone in the shul? $5, $10? That's standard, it's okay. Everyone that comes to the shul, give 50 bucks to. 50 bucks? $100? $100 to every guy that comes into the shul? That's ridiculous. That's, 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 that's absurd. Yes, but if you want to cure this me, that's the only way to do it. Wow. Train yourself to overgive many times. He's going to say, but when do I stop? I don't know when I stop. You know when you stop? When you have no issues giving one dollar. When it doesn't bother you anymore. Wow. It doesn't bother you, open up your wallet and give a, a buck when it doesn't bother you. To give five dollars. Give normally, it doesn't bother you anymore. The of and and uh, that you have the ability to, to 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 overgive, but you can now give normally too. Then you tell him to stop overgiving. Now you can settle back to the middle ground and just give normally. And 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 establish a habit over there. Don't give too much, but don't give too little, and that he'll be able to do it. When we see him overgiving. If a person drifts too far the other way, that he starts giving too much of his money, too much of his time, and he's suffering, his family suffering, his bank can suffering, he's like giving away too much. There's people that you know that, are, that 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 will have a tendency to do that. They'll give anything away to anyone. Anyone stops them, they're making a chasna. But how much I have in my bank account right now? Here's a check for what I have in my bank account. I feel so bad for you, right? So if a person does that, it's give, it's, it drifts too far to the other extreme. We have to tell him now to undergive. Don't give anyone anything for the next few weeks. I, I, I cannot give no. You got to do this to to work on again because you're you're ill. You have a sickness once again. You drifted too far to the other extreme in terms of of overgiving. You have to figure out now how to give normally. The only way to give normally is to go back to the to the uh, to the extreme of 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 not giving anything. And then you can drift back to the middle again. Force yourself to the other extreme. But again, when you have suppressed that, when you have um, 
work that out. A person does that enough times. He doesn't overgive anymore. He's able to. Uh, 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 he, he he worked out the uh, tendency that he had to overgive. That we certainly don't tell him to now habituate himself in undergiving. That's when he against the right times drift set to that drift back to the middle. So the person undergives. He can't give anything. We have to tell him to overgive. Overgive for enough times that you not not. not be set with this problem of undergiving, then go back to the middle and don't develop a habit in, the, in, in, in overgiving and having excess in the middle. Now, accustom yourself to being in the middle and the same thing in the fact, in the fact here. To the contrary, person is overgiving. He has to um, ingrain himself a, a habit, habitual himself to undergive, in fact, to use the meter that was no good on, 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 uh, in terms of the, the um, lack thereof. And then we tell him to now accustom himself to being in the middle. So this is the Rambam's famous approach over here. And the question we have to ask is, it's clear in the Rambam that either way, you have to go through repeated behaviorisms over here. When a person can't give, he has to have repeated behavior in having an excess of the meter. We have his excess of the meter, he has to have repeated behavior in having an extreme lack of the meter. But after that, the, the final step is always now to drift back to the middle go to the middle ground, which is giving normally, giving appropriately, giving reasonably, and developing hergul habit and 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 uh, repeated behavior over there in the middle. Mm. It's always about hergul, I mentioned the other day, ingraining it within yourself, habituating yourself. So if that's the case, why is the Ram so insistent that you have to go to the other extreme and then, you know, ingrain it at the, the whichever extreme you, is, is the opposite of where you have the illness, go all the way to the other side, go from extreme lack to extreme excess or extreme excess to extreme lack and then after you habituate yourself over there develop a habit in the middle just why can't we just go straight to the middle as a clear the Ram believes you cannot do that you can't go straight to the middle you can't habituate yourself in the middle ground, which is where we ultimately want you we want you to be in a place where you can give you give reasonably you don't give excessively you don't give um less than what you should be giving you don't give more than what you should be giving if anyway it's all going to come down to habit, to hair goal, training yourself to, to repeat um, behaviors, behaviorisms to, to get there, why can't you go straight to the middle? So this has to be understood. We're not going to do that today. We'll leave, leave off on a cliffhanger, maybe continue with this tomorrow. But that's the question that we need to address. And uh, stay tuned, okay? Why can't you just go straight to the middle and develop hair goal over there? And everyone should have a wonderful today. We'll continue tomorrow.